everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. I'm here with Lisa Jackson and Sylvia Williams, and they are the owners of Soul Grain LLC. Soul Grain is a granola product, and talk about fantastic packaging. Welcome to the program, you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. How did the whole granola idea start? Which one of you had it first? Um, actually, I think it was a combination. We started, actually, we started with bars. Okay. So we shifted to granola, but I, I'm Lisa, so I'm a nutritionist. Sylvia is a pastry chef. So we wanted to combine our interests and come up with super interesting flavors that are inspired by both of our cultures and background. So tell me a little bit about that and how the granola is different than some of your traditional flavors. Well, for these granola flavors, we decided to dig into, you know, our cultural backgrounds and, you know, grab something that, you know, some flavors that you might find, you know, at our grandmother's house or something. So we chose banana pudding, which is, you know, anytime you go to a cookout or anything like that, you're going to have some banana pudding. Um, Thanksgiving, we're always going to have a sweet potato casserole. Um, and then we used the flavors of the Caribbean for our cocoa mango and spice paradise has grains of paradise in it and that is a spice that's commonly used in North African cooking which is you know part of Lisa's ancestry so you guys just for those of you that are listening uh Lisa and Sylvia are African-American thus the talking about the culture and specific to where these flavors are coming from I didn't realize that there weren't really these flavors on the market in a granola setting, but they're not. No, no. that's where we come in. <laughs> yeah. And so when you like, I guess because I'm white, I don't think about like other cultures in terms of flavor profiles. And maybe we've learned to like associate maybe like hot things with the Latina culture and there's like hot chili and some of those flavors that you'll see there. But I am really excited to try different flavors and experience food from different cultures. How has it been received? Oh my God, we had an amazing, amazing response. Um, banana pudding is our bestseller. Um, but all of them really, uh, everybody's really loving them. They're so different and really feel um, different in the flavor profile and more interesting, way more interesting. Way more interesting than your pumpkin spice granola, right? So we wanted to make the granola business a little more interesting. Um, how, has, how has it been? Your packaging is really great. I, which one of you guys worked on the logo? We, well, we, we both did. Yes, we, we came up with an idea and then we contacted our friend Troy who is a he's a an artist who's known kind of wildly throughout this area specifically because he makes a prince doll and you know he's real big on social media so he came to our attention and we became friends and so I contacted him with our ideas and he created this amazing logo it is an amazing logo and now that you talk about the Prince doll. I know exactly what you're talking about because I think he's yeah. got a coloring <laughs> yeah. book and some other things. And clearly yeah. is is Soul Grain a play on the Soul Train? Yes. Soul Train and 
whole grain with soul. Right. Oh, exactly. That's, that's so great. I love it. Okay. So you decide that you're going to make this product. Did you right away start out in a commercial kitchen or did you go to a distributor? We started in our kitchen actually with a cottage food license and then made our um, step up to a commercial kitchen. It's interesting because before the pandemic, cottage foods license were pretty limited. And I think the amount that you could sell was like 7,500. And now like you can sell up to like 75,000 and still have a cottage food license. And I don't know that people know that. Oh, oh wow. wow. We didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, they but changed the amount. Right. I think so. But yeah. Also just to be able to make it on a scale that we needed to make it, we had to be in a commercial kitchen because my mm -hmm. oven can only <laughs> can make so much granola. In a, yeah, in a exactly. So uh, where's your commercial kitchen now? It's called Water's Edge Kitchen and it, it's in Maplewood. It's a gluten-free kitchen, you know, because we're a gluten-free product. Are you finding a lot of camaraderie in the kitchen too? Is that kind of an unexpected bonus of being in a commercial kitchen? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, Amazing actually, makers yeah. in there. Yeah. And I think and you learn a lot. I'm sorry. I said, I think you learn a lot from other makers. Absolutely. Um, when you thought about like how you're going to bring this product to market, what were your steps and what did you think the market was and has that turned out to be the market? Well, we knew the market, obviously the granola market is very crowded. So that's why we came up with the different flavored profile first and then thought we would enter the market that way. And do you, how do you get the word out? Do you go to markets? Do you work with a distributor? Do you cold call grocery stores and and food uh, food co-ops yourselves? Well, we actually, um, we've had a lot of success just, you know, when we, we approach the stores and they try our product and, you know, we've gotten a lot of success that way. And, and it's just kind of been snowballed, like, and we go to another store and then, you know, and then some stores have called us. How many stores are you in right now? Um, we are in two Kowalskis. We're getting ready to expand to the rest of them. Um, we're in Regions uh, Hospital and their um, gift shop. And we are... We are at Camden Foods, the airport store. Yep. We are soon to be in a lot of places that we can't quite say yet. I um, understand. <laughs> but we're definitely growing and that's super exciting. It's still just the two of us, so... We're trying to scale um, strategically. Yes. Do you have other full-time jobs as well? Uh, yes, I do. I, I don't. Okay. So have you guys distributed like the division of labor to be like, okay, this will be your area. This will be my area. Or are you collaborating kind of on all those decisions? I mean, we collab, but I think things kind of naturally fall in place, which yeah. is, I think, beautiful about our relationship. It kind of just happened. So how long have you guys been friends? You're very relaxed about this whole thing, which I love. Oh yeah. We've been friends for what? Over 14 years now. Yeah. Okay. So you like kind of figure out, you know, what each other's strengths and weaknesses are, but in, when you run a business, that's harder. Have you come up against any stumbling blocks? Like I ran a business with my husband and boy, did I learn a lot about <laughs> working together? Not always favorable. I got to admit. <laughs> so far we've been great honestly yeah, no. we've had no no hurdles on that part right the hurdles are the business one, but not in our relationship no yeah How i was just saying it's just it's just it's just 
we just perfectly work together in sync. And it's, it's the weirdest thing because there's never been an issue and I don't foresee any issues. That is a little weird, but amazing. (laughs) Awesome. How do you guys get people to sample your products? Oh, we visit stores and we do samplings. Yes. And once we know that once people sample a product, the likelihood of them buying it, I think I heard once it was as high as if you're good at it, 30%. If you're okay at it, it's still as high as like 20%. Has that been your experience? I would venture to say that our response has been greater than that. Um, as soon as people taste our granola, it's so unique. It's unique in flavor and and in texture because it has a really light crunch as opposed to a hard, it's, it's very crispy as opposed to really hard crunch. So um, when I go to the stores and we stand, you know, we do these pop-ups, usually I, I would say nine times out of 10, people will buy the granola. I love it. I love it. We sell out for sure at all the events we've done. Is there any fruit in yours? Anyone? Fruit. We have two flavors that don't have fruit or nuts. Okay. And, and so- obviously, the fruit, cocoa, mango has mango. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Sorry. I forgot about that one. <laughs> and then we have, um, but neutral Nelly doesn't have fruit or nuts for anybody who has, you know, has sensitivities. And Spice Paradise has nuts, but no fruit. Okay. So kind of a mix. When, when you, were you big granola eaters yourselves before you ventured into this product? I don't like granola. (laughs) (laughs) I like mine though. I like ours. Like seriously, I've never been, I'm, I'm from France originally and it's not a big thing there. And when I came to the U.S., it, I don't know, I never got into it until we created this product. Now I'm a big granola fan. So great yeah. granola. <laughs> and do they have like- mucilli in France? Yeah. A little bit different. different. So different. Yeah. Um, When you go and you look at your event profile, do you do any events that aren't in grocery stores? Like, are you doing any markets? Are you doing any um, tasting and sampling out and about in the community? Um, we've done a few, uh, we just did a vegan festival in New Jersey. Um, we don't have anything on the docket right now. We have one coming up. It's like a little outside market, but it's for a real realtor company. So oh, yes, yeah. yes. So yes, we do yes, stuff yes, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. No right. pop-ups. What do you, so people will try your granola because the flavor, what do you want them to know about your company? Just about you? Like, are there people that you are finding along the way that have been helpful to you or what kind of resources do you need moving forward? What kind of resources do we need? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously as most uh, small business capital is becoming an issue, um, but we're going to work through that hopefully. Yep. And then what was the other question? Sorry. Um, what is there anything you want people to know about you? Like from a standpoint, do you need help with social media? Do you need help with connections? What if people are listening to this podcast and like the granola and want to help spread the word, what can they do to help? All of the above. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, we are really new at this and we are very passionate about what we're doing, but we're also learning as we go. So we would love any help, uh, any resources um, would be 
lovingly appreciated. Yes. Yeah. And have you had inventory issues? Because it's hard to, when you're starting out trying to get capital, your product is probably a little expensive because of the nuts and the fruit. So, you know, having enough capital to make enough and then freshness can be an issue too. That's the good part about granola, right? It has a shelf life of six to nine months. So we haven't ran into that because we sell out pretty quickly. Oh, that is good to that. All right. Well, I'm going to keep my ears peeled. And if I know anybody, because I welcome you guys to the space, we have so many new people that have come into packaged goods since COVID, right? Because a lot Mm -hmm. of people got rejuvenated and thought about new ideas and they had the time because we weren't necessarily going into work. So people had the time to think of new products. And um, I would think social media has been a traditional big platform for granola makers. Is that a big platform for you? Mm, I mean, we try, right? Like it's just us doing it. So I'm not great at social media. That would be a great help we could use as far as marketing, but not too much as far as um, social media. So just getting it in people's mouths is what it sounds like. Right. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. And your packaging is lovely, which helps. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Are there other uh, products that you guys are both jazzed about that you've seen that when you're out and about that you're like, oh, I just love that person's so-and-so. Mm, let me think. We're so focused on our own right now, honestly. <laughs> right. <laughs> like blinders on. I can't, I can't think of a new, okay. I mean, we have a new. Oh. Yeah. 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 We have a new product um, and you can cut that out if it's not uh appropriate but that's hemp infused so oh we have a granola hemp infused that's amazing okay so let's talk about that there's i mean because it's legal and hemp has been legal for some time now we're into more consumables right so if you eat hemp granola what is the effect that you would feel in most cases well it is thc um so it's a 3.25 ounce bag and it has 20 milligrams of thc in it um, we tell our newbies to start with a quarter of the bag and it's, it's, it has a very calming, relaxing feel to it. I, we have some clients who suffer from some ailments, some cancer patients and some, uh, I have a client who has MS and she takes it and it helps with her muscle twitches and it helps her to sleep. And I have another friend who has trouble eating and it, helps him with his appetite and everybody says you know it doesn't necessarily make you sleepy but when you do go to sleep you sleep like a baby so um we created this granola um with these health benefits in mind for people who might want something healthier than a gummy or you know some of the sugar laced yeah um, the drinks edible. Mm-hmm. so we wanted yeah. to we wanted to provide something that was healthy and also had these benefits with them as well. So we just have one flavor. It's called lemon meringue high. And um, yeah, that's, and we're going to develop some more flavors here um, shortly. Well, that's super unique and really on trend and very valued in the marketplace right now. People are really hopping on the THC products and it, you know, taste is a big part of that, right? They have to taste good. And it is hard to get some of them to taste good. Some of the seltzers just taste like, you know, dank bong water, if I'm being perfectly Exactly. Honest. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, for sure. So that's what we wanted to create something that tastes good. There's no aftertaste. You can't taste or smell it at all. No THC at all. 
it tastes amazing and it has no you know the high fructose corn sugar they really put high fructose corn syrup sorry they usually put in gummies and things like that so it's clean and healthy i love it delicious and people have a problem stopping that's why i was i only put 20 milligrams in the bag because i can eat a whole bag and be a-okay and most people can eat a 20 milligrams and be okay uh but you got to be careful when you're yeah. eating it because I'm the person some- that would eat the whole bag and be catatonic for four hours. I'm not <laughs> a big THC consumer. So maybe I will be over time. I don't know. It's all new to me too. So, well, it's been super nice to talk to you. Uh, Slow Grain and the product looks great. Tastes great. I'm excited to have you guys on the scene. Uh, hopefully I'll run into you at a pop-up before too long. And consider coming out to Stone Arch Bridge Festival next year, because that's a market that I do with folks and some of the um, vendors that I have, it's it's the market that kind of launched them. So I'll look forward to connecting with you guys next year. Oh, great. Oh, that sounds, sounds good. good. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye.